Wagwan beautiful souls, I am Marcia C, the host of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. In this safe space, we have discussions that ignite our hearts and expand our souls. This is a podcast dedicated to all women and is coined with spiritual and metaphysical aspects of evolving herself and aligning her purpose to her soul. Having a soul connection with oneself is the portal to life. And you can consider this podcast your stepping stone. There is a beautiful spark that occurs when goddesses embrace and empower each other's light. And that's what we are all about here on Her Sacred Soul Space podcast, Her Soul Connection. Look out for new episodes with Soul Gems every second and fourth Fridays. And remember, see your light, be your light. Hi, beautiful souls, Wagwan. I am Marcia C, and you are tapped into another episode of Her Sacred Soul Space. Today, I am joined by my soul sister and my co-host, Yolan Azimar, as well as our special guest, Paula Herlock. Wagwan, ladies, good? Everything good? Yes. Everything good. Everything airy. <laughs> um, as you know, here at Her Sacred Soul Space, it's all about soul and heart expansion, and this episode is no different. We are going to dive into rediscovering her soul alignment. But before we do so, let us just center ourselves and just be present to receive the word, the lesson that that's going to be poured into us today, okay? And remember, how do we do that? By taking three deep breaths. So let's get ourselves together. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. And we're going to do three deep breaths. And on the first breath, I want you to imagine your breath as a magnet going to attract every and anything that may distract you from being present in this episode. Okay. Mm. Let's take a deep breath in and imagine all everything, all the distraction, the voices, the low vibration, the low vibe that is going to prevent you attached and you're going to release it. Okay, let's do our second breath. And with this breath, you are going to know that you are worthy of the lessons that is going to be poured into you today. You are worthy of the light and the love that you're going to receive from this episode. And we release. And for our third breath, I want you to take that deep breath in. Find your center. Find your joy, find your gratitude, and be present and release slowly. Mm. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I love this part. (laughs) (laughs) I love this part so much. Yes. So welcome, Paula. Welcome to Her Sacred Soul Space. And I'm going to turn it over to Yolande so she can introduce you to our special viewers, okay? The honor is mine. Let me begin like a real Jamaican. We are the British introduction. The honor is mine today (laughs) to introduce to you (laughs) my friend and alum, Paula Herlock. Paula is the activation and ascension mentor. She's the convener of Wellness Experience Jamaica. 
Paula Herlock is a development specialist with over 25 years experience in the field of social impact. She brings to the table her ability to implement initiatives that do not yet exist. Mm. She is the holder of a BSc or Bachelor of Science in Geology, which prepared her for a greater understanding of sacred geometry, mm. crystal healing, ley lines, energy portals, and Earth's magnetism as it relates to the human body as an electromagnetic system. This is juicy stuff. Yes, it is. <laughs> this extensive knowledge has allowed her to be able to guide many persons experiencing activation and ascension symptoms to a better understanding of what is happening to them from a spiritual, metaphysical, and multidimensional perspective and the tools to get through the period of transformation as humanity awakens. Like, this is so exciting. Oh, I love this stuff. Paula, we are so glad that you are here. Welcome. Open your heart and your mind and let your wisdom flow out yes. so we can all be elevated, enlightened, and blessed. Yes. We're so excited. Yeah, totally. We're super excited. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, it's not often that, you know, persons that with an edge, you know, are interested in this kind of edgy, you know, sort of thing. So I'm yeah. happy and appreciative that more and more persons are awakening and are receptive to this kind of discussion. Yeah, ah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. indeed, indeed. So we are going to dive into uh, soul connection, soul alignment, and rediscovering that part of us, her, you, right? And so, Paula, you know, often we hear the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? But we don't really hear individuals talk about what is the soul. So can you talk to us a little bit more about that? What is the soul? What is it their eyes are supposed to be revealing, seeing that it's, it is indeed the window to the soul? Share with us your knowledge on that. Okay. So, you know, there are different people who argue that the soul is the spirit. And then some people say, no, the soul is different than the spirit. Some mm. people say the soul is your consciousness. And some say, no, 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 your consciousness is a different thing. It has to do with the brain. And the soul has to do with the thing that brings your physiology to life. So the jury is still out on it. For me, I believe the soul is what animates the body. The I, I use the two um, spirit and soul interchangeably. So it is the spirit that enters the body and brings life to the body, animates the body. Mm. The soul is not something that's quantifiable. I do not think there are any scientific devices to date that can measure the soul and see where the soul resides. Yeah? So it's very difficult for us as humans who are accustomed to having an explanation of everything, a material explanation. It's very difficult for us to define the soul. So as I said before, I believe that the soul is the part of the human body that animates it, 
that brings it to life. Because it is said that when the soul, when the, the child starts to grow in the womb, a soul comes in just before the child is born, right? And when the person dies, the soul leaves or exits the body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now, I'll say this. There are some cultures that believe that the moment of conception that a soul enters, right? And, and there are the others that yeah. believe that it enters just before the, the, the baby is born. Then yeah. there's other ancient civilizations that say that mole that the babies have, mm-hmm. soft spots, that the soul enters the child over a continuous period until the soul is all in. Just about mm-hmm. the time when the mole closes. So you see there are many different beliefs, understandings, and ideas of what the soul is. But I believe it is the part of the human being that animates the physical body. It is the part of the human body that holds consciousness. Yeah? And mm-hmm. consciousness is not the mind. Consciousness mm. is the intelligence of the soul and the mind combined. Yeah. So it is a very intricate thing. You know, yeah. some people will say, but that's not right. And some people will say, well, this is my idea. Everybody's going to have a slightly different idea. But for now, right where I am today, this is the idea that I have of what the soul is. It's, it's, it's not a black and white thing. It's kind of a gray, gray mm-hmm. situation where. You know, like you, I'm looking at different, you know, um, ancient and traditional beliefs along with our modern beliefs. And I just kind of merge them together. Sometimes I come across a piece of information that gives me greater clarity and I can say, yes, this makes more sense to me. I'm going over here. But for now, I'm kind of in the middle giving it this kind of understanding. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first started having that connection with my soul and it was during my awakening, during when I was at my mm-hmm. lowest moment where God needed me to be there so I could be able to see myself. And during that mm-hmm. time frame, it's when I discovered that it is indeed the image that they would, you know, that it's written in the Bible that when they say you're made in the image of God, it's a soul image for me. That's just how I see the soul. And I also see it as the, like the portal. to so your straight connection to God, no one else has that. That's so it. that's just how I see it. And oftentimes I call myself a soul conductor. I feel like I'm here to encourage women to connect in a beautiful way to their soul, to let them know it is a part mm-hmm. of you that no one else can tap into but you. And it's and to encourage them to do so. So I am some, your definition of it resonates. Certain parts resonate with me. I also believe that once the seed is, has been planted in the womb, that a soul has been connected because, you know, oftentimes a woman may have a miscarriage, but they can still feel that the connection. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And so, yes. you know, that's just my belief in that part. But what do you think, Yolanda? Uh, having, having started out on this earth with a Christian upbringing 
and remembering what was taught there. When I crossed over to spirituality, it wasn't different. Uh, they taught, or it is in the Bible, right? That the spirit, right? Jesus said it, Yeshua said, right? That the spirit, the spirit lives within us. It says the kingdom of God is within, that the spirit is within all that stuff. I believe, and and the, and in our particular, the faith that I was a part of, or the denomination that I was a part of, also taught that, uh, uh, well, that's just part of Christianity, that God breathed the breath of life into right. man and man became a, a living soul. And then it also teaches that when we die, uh, that the soul returns to spirit or to God, right? Yeah. And so for me, it is the peace of God that dwells inside every living being, every living thing, yeah. right? That's so it, for yes. me, it's God within and if it's God within, then consciousness within, then all the things you said come with that. Because what we call God or the energy or the, the creative intelligence, that's what, to me, the soul is. And we all possess it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. But it all things consist. So I love it. I love what you both have said. What, what's interesting, what, what you said, Marsha, about when you started connecting with your soul. Because best believe a lot of us come onto this, come into this life and we never want to connect with our soul. We just go about and do what we need yes. to do. Work, home, have children, feed them, sleep, go to the bathroom, eat some food, and we continue. Yeah. And it is not until something happens, something yes. major, some major upheaval that we go through what they call the dark night of the soul and we connect in a very mm. real way to our soul. And we recognize that there is something more to this life than just eat, sleep, uh, re uh, procreate, um, and then die. And so I love the definition, Yolanda, that you said that we are basically little parts of God. Yeah. Um, like you said, Marsha, we are made in the image of God, but there is no physical image. But just <laughs> no. like how we can say we don't know how the soul looks, we don't know yeah, how big it right. is, how small it is, that's exactly what God is like. Not quantifiable, yes. unfathomable, but we know He is there. It's just the same way we know that our souls exist because we just know. So yes, yeah. I love it. I love both definitions, and I like how I like how they all tie in to what you know to what we're all saying in terms yeah. of our perspective. Indeed, indeed. Um, you know, I, I listening to you brought brought this question to mind. If we never connect with our soul, what does that mean, or what does that say to us as a human being? Meaning, what's the the purpose of the connection? What does it do for us if we connect? And if we have never connected with our soul, what is it that we're missing in our lives? And I, I'm, ha I'm happy that you asked the question because, you know, I've often thought about that. You know, why should I live a good life? Why should I connect with my soul anyway? Like, what difference does it make? What, what's the reward for connecting or just not connecting? And as time has passed, I've seen. And right now, more than ever, 
we're starting to see the separation of the worlds. We're starting to see what the Bible spoke about as the, the wheats from the tares, the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goat. And what is happening very clearly in my mind and what I've observed is that there are people that have connected with their souls and there are people that have not connected with their souls. There's a difference in how they're experiencing the world mm. and there's a difference in how they show up and impact oh the world, right? Yeah. So what's yeah. happening, there are people that are just here. It's all about their body. It's all about you know, you know, getting the face done, wearing the this, getting this and that done so that they can attract mm -hmm. the man with the money so that they can live the soft life and, you know, and it's all about the material. And then yeah. there's a whole nother set of people that know that I need to get it right in this cycle of life yeah. so that right. I be in a position to serve humanity to elevate my soul or activate my soul to do what it is that I am, my soul has been brought here to do. There's yeah, right. two different yes. perspectives that are happening. And yeah. so it is so important for us to think about our soul, think about connecting with the divine. And of yes. course, you can't connect with the divine except through your own soul. So it is in that moment when we are connecting with our soul that we know God. Right. There is no other way. Or there is no, no other way. way. So like you said, you are a portal. <laughs> you know, I said to my mom the other day, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of dying without completing what I, what I was brought here to do, my purpose. Yeah. Not completing my soul purpose and connection and lighting the lights of all the others that I'm called to work with, that I'm called to tap into. And so, yes. you know, that's where, that's the soul connection for me as well. You know? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so I think about low vibrations. How yes. is it that the different vibrations, you know, we hear about that. How does the type of vibration that you surround yourself with or are in affects you and your soul? That's an excellent question, but I like how you led into that question. What is very obvious now is that there are some people who recognize that they actually have a soul mission and they're just not here to eat, sleep, procreate, and then die. They know that they have a mission. And that's interesting because what they say in some schools of thought, in some traditions, is that this is not our first time here incarnating. Mm -hmm. And so between lifetimes or incarnations, we are given contracts. Hey, you need to go on and you need to do this, 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 and this. Of course, they say, I'm just saying what they say. Yeah. During the birth process, we forget. Because birth is a trauma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We forget. And so many of us do not remember until we're like 30, 40, 50. It takes an entire, our entire youth for us to remember. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes when we're not remembering, I think, you know, spirit 
create situations that help us to have to connect with our soul. And yeah. then we remember, and yeah. then we see how important it is for us to finish our mission, complete our mission. Mm-hmm. When you remember or start to have an inkling of this fact that you are on a mission, then you're going to start to behave in a very different way. You're going to realize there is urgency. And mm-hmm. so you're going to be start, you know, trying to get information at rip speed. I need to know this. I need to understand that. Right. Yeah. Then you're going to want to start to surround yourself with like-minded people. So vibrationally, you're going to want to find vibrational matches spiritually so yeah. that you can advance more quickly on your, on your journey. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You, right. you know what they say, you know, you are placed here to do something. Yeah. What's the purpose of hanging around people who already know you need to go out there in the gutters and find the people who don't know and bring them over. Yeah. But that for me, I think is a very Christian approach. And the mm-hmm. approach where we are on a soul mission and we shine our light and then people are drawn to the light, I think is, I think it's a more effective process. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when we shine our light, people are either drawn to it or say, no, no, I don't want to hear what's going on with that light over there. Let me stay over here in this darkness. Yeah. I think you're either ca- um, shining a light or casting a shadow, huh? That's it. That's it. That's it right there. So, you know, in terms of vibration, your question about right. vibration, I think it's important to be around persons who carry a similar vibration to the one you already have or the one that you want to aspire, you aspire to want to be at. Yeah. It's very important to surround yourselves because. What happens is that um, energy gets diluted mm-hmm. in a scenario yeah. where it's lower vibration. It get you, you're gonna go. F- you are carrying high, and you're going to low. You're gonna kind of go down. Yes. But if someone from low comes up to this area where it's high, they're gonna come up. They're gonna come you up. Understand? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's important. I mean, you can't exist in this world just in a homogeneous situation. You're going to have to operate in both, in both worlds. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. But I think it's very important to surround yourself with like-minded people who are carrying the same vibration so that everybody grows and strengthens each other and yeah. that mm-hmm. we literally have a, a magnifying effect on each other. Because when we are together, vibrating at this level all of us together sort of amplifies vibration for the collective yeah and so this is why i tell people all the time the kind of work we do where we're just shining our light you don't need a ton of people you just need a few committed people vibrating at a certain level you know um impressing their will for positivity and growth and joy and abundance and prosperity for the collective. And that alone is sufficient to send out a vibration, a ripple effect yeah, out into absolutely. the world. Absolutely. That 
infects everybody else and yeah. raises mm. their identity. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're playing a very significant role. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, ladies. I commend you, ladies, for taking on this project. It's a big project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. I have a question. Yes. Does our soul, you know, we talk about these days, we talk about energy. Energy is a, a popular word now, right? Energy, energy, and protecting your energy, right? Do you see energy and soul? Hmm? as the same and if so the way we talk about protecting energy do we need to protect our soul Mm. okay so energy and soul are not the same however our soul has a certain amount of energy Uh right because our soul is going to be vibrating at a high level or a low level Mm -hmm. so when we're vibrating at a high level we're going to be um uh, we'll have a lot of energy Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Energy is all around us and it's mm-hmm. either, you know, the polarities, the duality, it's either positive energy or negative energy. It's either high energy or low energy. Right. High when vibration. Say, vibration. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So when one makes reference to protecting your soul, protecting your energy, um, there is validity to that, and let me mm-hmm. let me let me make the differential or the distinction. As a human body, we carry an energy field around our body, mm-hmm. and that energy field is related to our physiology and also our connection with the divine. Yes. Now, when I say connection to the divine, I always do this. I always do this. And it's because in my mind, I have a visual of the light coming in from the heavens and streaming down. Yes. And filling us up. Yes. Yes. In in, 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 in Christianity, they refer to it as the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In the newer modern age, newer age uh, references, they'll talk about it as light. Yeah, I feel as if it's one and the same. I remember uh-huh. going into a church and and seeing a beautiful depiction of three women with their arms raised, and there above them was a little flame, and it was the Holy Spirit. But that image could have easily been an image of three persons with a shaft of light coming down from the heavens. Right. Now, we are all connected to the divine. Yeah. And what I believe is that that light fills our auric field, our energy field. We all have a personal energy field. It extends about 12 inches from our skin. Okay. So Mm -hmm. when we say we are protecting our energy, I think the correct or the full sentence would be we are protecting our personal energy field. The source of that personal energy field, as I said before, is from the light, the connection with the divine, right? Um, there is a, There are diagrams showing that our body emanates an electromagnetic field. 
Mm-hmm. And it's that electromagnetic field that creates that personal energy field around us. So you mm-hmm. see the difference between the soul, which is embodied within in our mm-hmm. physiology, and the personal energy field that is around our body that extends mm-hmm. about 12 inches yeah. out mm-hmm. from the skin. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. that energy that we need to protect. Yes. Why? Because that energy field is where negative thought forms can come in. Um, mm-hmm. Negativity directed from external to us enters through that energy field as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I made reference to it yesterday um, on a different uh, platform as being like a balloon. So your energy field is supposed to be whole. Yeah. Mm. But if someone takes a pin to a balloon, it will puncture mm-hmm. the balloon and all the air will escape. Yeah. Right? right? Likewise, right. if someone takes or sends negative energy or negative thought more thought forms towards you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those negative thought forms can actually penetrate your energy field and come in. And there is one school of thought that says that in your energy field, you can have miasma or dirt. And Mm. that dirt, dirt or negativity embodied in your energy field, it can come from you, your thought forms, or externally Mm. from others. Uh. Right? So when someone sends a negative energy thought form towards you, it's like a, an arrow. It pierces your energy field. And what happens? The energy leaks out. So you have leakage in your energy field. So you will feel depleted. Yeah. You will feel drained because your energy field is being depleted. Has, has been compromised. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what people are talking about protecting. It's that personal mm-hmm. energy field yeah. that needs mm-hmm. to be protected. It's, 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 it's kind of like your social media. Sometimes you have to go and clear out certain things. So yes, sometimes you have to clear out certain things, whether it's people, habit, place, or thing, you know, in mm-hmm. order for you to have a more of a profound protection of your field right. in a way. Yeah, that's right. Also, it requires that we do some repairs on our energy field, either daily or weekly or monthly, because those tears in our energy field are spaces for energy leakage and ultimately it can start to affect your health right so we our physiology is actually nourished by our energy field and mm-hmm. our physiology nourishes our energy field so if you're not eating a healthy diet then your energy field is going to be weakened so yeah. it's important mm-hmm. that this is why with spirituality and awareness about our spirituality, we recognize that your body has to be well for you to hold a certain amount of energy. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, one way I put it the other day and someone laughed, I said, you know, we need to take a lot of greens, a lot of chlorophyll bearing foods and vegetables mm-hmm. so that our body can be strong, our iron levels can be strong, and our 
energy level and our energy field is is also stronger when we're physically robust, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all connected. And I'm sure that when we are not physically well, because we did not clean up our energy field or protect yes. our energy field yes. as well, then that is going to uh, affect our, eventually it will affect the soul experience, right? There's a meditation that I do and I'll talk about it closer to the end when we talk about our tool, a tool for repairing our energy Mm -hmm. to make sure that we have a nice, solid barrier of protection around our energy field every day. So that's something we'll talk about. It's very important. Um, Maintenance of your personal energy field is very, very important as we go on this spiritual journey. Our soul becomes stronger when our personal field is whole and strong. Paula, how do you feel because of you're such a profound soul and mm-hmm. people are always attracted to your light because I know that's how I found you. Right. Your light just called me in. And mm-hmm. the same thing goes for Yolan, myself, and all my other soul sisters. We have our little tribe and that's who we, yes. we rely on to um, be a part, to, to kind of support us. That's our support system. How is it that, how do you protect yourself in a way where, you know, individuals are going to come to you, you know, like, AKA Marsha already start calling you auntie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's not you, bad. How do you, and I realized even on your posts and IG and comments, all the individuals call you auntie and in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not the only one. First of all, first of all, I was traumatized because, you know, <laughs> it means that you're no longer hot, young, sexy. It means that you're more senior. Aunties, that's I know. <laughs> We are becoming the elders, the seasoned ones. Yes, that was a little bit traumatic, but I'm okay with it now. But you asked a very valid question because when, um, for example, when the videos started to go viral on YouTube, a lot of people started like reaching out to me. For the first Mm. time, let me tell you something. I slept so hard in the day. I was like, what is going on? But a lot of people are depressed. A lot Mm -hmm. of people are um, having spiritual challenges. They're literally having, you know, uh, depression, schizophrenia, and so on. Other things like that where they're hearing voices and so on. So the first video, a lot of disturbed people reached out. And they were very desperate and they were very clingy. And I could, I could literally feel them mm-hmm. sinking their, their, uh, I, I, I don't want to use the word fangs and sucking because it was nourishing them. Yeah. And right. they, though they were very far away, for example, people would reach out to me on WhatsApp and ask a question. And then I would answer about, 25 questions in just one conversation i would be exhausted yeah and i'd be like exhausted but what it is it's not that i'm answering questions they are so hungry for this energy that they Mm -hmm. have tapped in and have reached out and Mm -hmm. attached themselves and they started sucking Mm -hmm. they don't know and i didn't know so even this process i've learned to protect my energy, yes. Yolan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that and that that meant 
sometimes disconnecting and not being mm. as accessible to yes. everyone. Right. Um, it, it might look to someone as, a, as if, I, oh, oh, she thinks she's a right. Oh, we can't get her anymore. But really and truly what it is, is that I have to protect myself. I had yes. people that were reaching out to me from Scandinavia, from Romania, saying, listen, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother. I don't have a job. I, I just broke up with my girlfriend. I'm depressed. I feel like killing myself. Please talk to me. I need to have a session with you. Tell me what to do. And I'd be like, my heart, of course, I um, automatically, because I'm, a, I'm an empath, yeah. I connect with them and, and they can feel the connection. And so mm -hmm. they tap in and they are being nourished. Yeah. By, yes. Even if they're not talking to me, they're still getting some kind of nourishment. They're plugged in. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. So many people, like, I don't read the comments under my YouTube um, videos for that reason as well, because um, then sometimes your ego gets involved. Yeah. And then someone says something that is not flattering and then you get upset and then you have to prove something. And then it now becomes a different. Yes. Kind of exchange. Oh my God. Experience. So now you were on a mission before and now you're in this whole drama of proving yourself and showing that person and, Oh, I'm great. How dare he, you see? So mm -hmm. in, in being, in, in staying true to the mission, you might have to disconnect. Yes. Protect your energy from mm -hmm. becoming contaminated by your own thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also so the other thought forms that are all being directed towards you. It's very real. Yeah. Very mm. real. How do we nurture and strengthen our soul. Mm. I think our soul is almost like a plant. Mm. And so we water it. And what mm. do we water it with? We water it with attention, with love, with um, beauty, mm. with surrounding ourselves with the right people. We, we surround it, we nourish it with, with generosity, with gratitude, and all of these po positive things. Yeah. Because those are the things that nourish the soul. Yes. Connecting with nature also nourishes the soul. Because mm -hmm. nature is just the same as God. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, they say God is all around us, inside and outside. God is all around us. God is love. Mm -hmm. So to nourish our soul, love, beauty, mm -hmm. gratitude, generosity, kindness, um, all of those positive attributes will nourish the soul. Um mm -hmm. I think also acknowledging the light that is within us nourishes the soul. And then uh -huh. bringing in more light from outside of us nourishes the soul. The modality you brought to share with us as to how we can realign 
ourselves for yes. those who may yes. not have done it and would like to, this is something that we'd want to share with them as well. So go ahead, Yolanda. Okay. Question. Perfect. So this question is perfect because it will, I'm sure it will take us right Same. into this session. It's yes. how do we communicate or commune with our soul? How do we do that? I think it's very, very important to literally take the time, carve out the time early morning to meditate. Because I think meditation is communing with the divine. And remember, we all agree that our soul is a part mm -hmm. of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when we go into the silence, connect to our soul and we connect with God. But I yeah. don't think that can be done without the silence. You know, yeah. in the Bible, they refer to it as going into the holy or holies. It yes. means going yes. to the silence, the quiet, where you connect with yourself and God. I yeah. recommend, I literally was having a conversation um, on another radio station about this precise thing. Wow. I recommend <laughs> that we do this kind of connecting with our soul in the early morning. And I'll explain why. When we arise from sleep, our brain waves are in alpha. Alpha is a slow wave. It's almost a similar vibration to the vibration of the earth. So basically, when we are we are synchronized with the frequency of the earth, our heart and and our brain synchronizes to the frequency of the earth. Once we become conscious, the brain waves change and they're they're more spiked. Right. So what we want to do is upon rising. We go into meditation where we're not sleeping, but our brain waves are still in alpha. Mm. Then when we go into the silence in that state, we literally are able to connect with our God within. Mm. Yeah. Of course, you're going to think about, oh, I have a meeting at eight o'clock and I need to prepare my notes for the eight o'clock meeting. And I have to put in a load of laundry before I go to I leave out. And I need to send that email because I couldn't bother send it last night. I need to send it early. So when they reach the office, then we'll see. You need to put all of those things away. Bring mm -hmm. down the shutters, technically, of the outside world. Bring down the shutters and you are now alone here with your soul. Mm -hmm. And you communicate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So this is how mm -hmm. we connect with our soul. Silence in the early morning. You can. Mm -hmm. It's a different vibration in the early morning. Mm -hmm. the, the The day is a brand new baby. The air is fresh. The vibrations of the new day are new, fresh, and so it is in that moment that we connect with our soul. We can feel and hear our soul's yearning, our soul's mm -hmm. nudging, mm -hmm. our soul's desires. We can hear from God. I always yeah. say meditation is listening. Mm -hmm. 
And it is this connection with the divine that nourishes our soul, that I, I call it refuels our soul. Mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. do that connection, it is very likely that you're going to run out of fuel. You're going to be working from not, you know, they always say a cup has to be full, overflowing. You're going to be mm-hmm. working from lack and yeah. serving from lack, I would say. And that's of it. which that's not soul work. That's not, that's something that is definitely going to make you feel less than. You're now going to have second thoughts and path that you are currently on. You're going to fall backwards when you're working right. towards your A grade. You know, now yes. you start yes. finding yourself surrounded with other people that you used to serve you, but you know, not there to really truly serve your soul. And also, you're now relying on yourself, your human body and your human mind. Whereas when Mm. you connect with the soul and God, you're going to be guided by spirit for the rest of the day. Because you've tapped in. You've tapped in. And so spirit will just say, you know what? You need to go to that supermarket first before Mm -hmm. you go to the wholesale. Yes. You'll say, but, you know, when I drive out of here, the logical thing is to go to the wholesale first and then the supermarket. Mm -hmm. But tell you to go to the supermarket. You do that. You run into someone and then a whole set of events are triggered by that meeting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Divine alignment. Divine alignment. That's it. it. You know, it segues right back. Yes. 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 Yes, 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 yes. I love the conversation and I love how we've um, defined, uh, at least come up with a working definition, we would say, of what the soul is and how we commune with the soul and how we nourish the soul and how we we identify the, how do we, well, let me, let me say this, as I think you touched on it earlier, mm-hmm. how can you um, articulate for some people that might be in the place where something is happening? I don't know what it is. It is the rise or the awakening of the soul. Can you talk about what that looks like so that somebody listening who might be experiencing it will be able to figure out, oh, that's what's happening to me. So I, I've always maintained that most people become awakened by some trauma. Yes. You don't feel your soul and you don't think about it unless there is something traumatic that has happened that makes you start to question, why me? Why now? And in those questions, you begin to start to see you know, patterns and start to understand and start to come across the answers. Now, what I have noticed for most people who are awakening is that they have a complete and absolute co- collapse of their life, um, dismantling of the very foundations of their life. Um, I, for me, it was I had a situation. And when I dif- when I went searching for it, what hap- what's happening when everything in your life starts to fall apart? Your work situation, your marriage situation, your relationship with your friends, your health, everything starts going down like all at once. And you're like, seriously, like what? When that starts to happen, know that it's not the end of the world. It's the beginning of you yes. connecting with your soul. 
yeah. to become stronger and to become, to heal yourself from that trauma and then to mm-hmm. be a light for other people because you've just gone through that. You came out, you're still standing. So you're now in a better position to help someone who might be going through that. So when mm-hmm. your entire life feels like it's falling apart, that's mm-hmm. when you know you're one of the chosen ones. You're going to go through this yes. and come out and do that. You know? I, tell people, I tell people who are going through marriage difficulties, because when people yeah. are going through marriage difficulties, they think it's the end of the world. And they're like, oh, my whole life, my husband or my wife, he's my world and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, you know what's happening? You are being prepared for something much bigger than your marriage. Yes. The same thing with some persons who are going through some life-threatening illnesses. Sometimes it's a wake-up call. The body needs to be properly nourished so that it can hold the soul properly. Right. Mm, exactly. That part. Wow. That right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. That, right. And so, so suppose someone, for example, has a cancer diagnosis. What do they start doing? They start eating healthy. They start being more regimented with what they do with their body, what they put into their body. That's what's meant to happen. Because your vessel cannot hold your soul if it's already contaminated and flawed and filled with garbage. Right. Right. So most most crises usually surround relationships or illness. So Mm -hmm. to me, those are two big signs of uh, the dark night of the soul that you go through, connect with your soul, and then you start to rise. Yeah. Take your role, you know, to fulfill your mission. So the tool... So the tool is similar to the one that you started with where we took three deep breaths. Yes. Centering breaths. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two tools that I use. Instead of doing three breaths, three centering breaths, I do something called box breathing. Where I breathe in for four, hold for four, and breathe out for four. And I do that perhaps seven times. And that mm-hmm. does a very powerful reset of your brain. And it mm. signals your body that you are going in deeper. So I like to do that before I do my meditation. Box yes? breathing. That's it one. Box breathing. So let's do it now. So we're going to just do two sets because the other two um, is a maintenance of the personal energy field. Okay. So we're going to take a deep breath in. Two, three, four, hold. Two, three, four, eight. Breathe out. Two, three, four. So it's a long breath in, hold, and then a long breath out. Ready again? Out through the nose or the mouth? Um, you can do either. I normally breathe through my nose when I'm doing this. Me too. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. So breathe in two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Breathe out two, three, four. Breathe in two, three, four. Hold two, 
three, four, breathe out, two, three, four. Okay? Yeah. If you do that, if you do several rounds of that, you bring so much light energy into your body. You won't yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah? So that's one way of bringing a lot of light energy into the body through the breath. And the other way is just visualization. And mm -hmm. this tool that I use occasionally when I feel as if my, my energy field has been, you know, compromised. <laughs> yes, it's to, to visualize, you know, take some deep breaths and visualize a column of white light coming in from the heavens, coming in through mm. your crown and going down the center of your body, right? Through your legs and down into the earth all the way to the core of the earth. And as you breathe, that column of white light becomes wider, wider, and wider until it engulfs your whole body. Mm. Right? You, while you're breathing, you know that that light is going in, lighting all your cells, clearing and cleansing and filling all your cells, all your organs, all your blood vessels with light. Now, you're going to visualize that same light filling that energy field. So you can visualize an egg around your, your body and that same column of light filling that egg of light around mm. you, filling and filling and filling. And then the final thing you want to visualize is that that column of white light becomes gold and that what you have is a golden crust of light forming around that egg of light. Mm. And that golden crust protects you and your energy field for the rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you yes. so much for pouring you, into sis. us Thank you. and for serving it and, and for answering your call, for being obedient. You know, it's very important. Yes. Um, and I know, and you. you know, you're in this field and it comes natural to you. It's something we just, we like to affirm. We have to affirm our sisters. We have to affirm you from our soul to your soul. Let you know that we yeah. value and appreciate you in that you are being seen in that your light is magnetic and it is just yes. Um, yes. spreading like wildfire, yes. I'm saying, you know? <laughs> and yes. so we appreciate yes. you answering the call and to be here with us in her sacred soul space. Yes. Thank you for answering the call as well and creating this platform to spread light for so many people who are searching for the light because every soul is searching for the light. So you are providing yeah. that light for many people who are searching in the dark. I was led to pull the affirmation. So I'm going to read this. It says, yes. I claim my desires. I hold great vision. I am ready to receive. If this resonates with you, beautiful soul, connect with your soul in such a way and affirm yourself and know that you are indeed worthy of receiving and know that you are mm -hmm. called for greatness and know that, um, I will call them breadcrumbs that spirit will send those individuals to help you walk this path 
as you connect or reconnect and align, realign with your soul. As we close out, we say one love. What good? What good? Hey, <laughs> guess what? Don't forget to share. Come on now. You know sharing is caring. Don't forget to share, <laughs> like, and subscribe because that's what family do, okay? Yeah. Until next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I would be honored if you could share this episode with a friend, subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us every second and fourth Fridays for another exciting episode of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. I'd love to hear your comments. You can always find me on Facebook or YouTube as Her Sacred Soul Space. Until then, one love and don't forget, see your light, be your light. Magan. <laughs> <laughs>